I'm Jessica. And this is the Always the Critic podcast, where a couple of friends review the latest movies, except we literally have zero qualifications to do so. Jessica, we are at episode 200. Yes! Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> I can't wow. believe we made it this far. Wow. We have made wow. it this far. It's insane. It's insane. It's insane. Yeah, no, uh, I can't believe it. This is... No, no, I'm pretty stunned, actually. I don't even have words, so let me just shut up. What you <laughs> Good, a podcaster without words. Right? Oh, yeah, that's exactly what we are set out to do here. Uh, but uh, it's been it's been a journey. It's been a it's journey. It's been a journey. It's been a few years. The podcast was originally called I Have a Movie Pass podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's extremely dated now. It's a forgotten term. I feel like people don't really know what a movie pass is nowadays um wow but we changed it and i'm glad we did change the title of the podcast because wow uh that crash and burn didn't it yes so, it did yeah. and they're trying to make a comeback somehow i don't are I don't, they yeah they are i don't know how it's supposed to work but it's uh it sounds like a terrible idea because i've heard it some does. of the concepts it and it sounds dumb so this episode <laughs> Uh, is not going to be a normal episode. Like, it's not a particular movie episode or anything like that. We are doing something special today. If you are reading the podcast, whatever podcast you're using, app, if you're reading the title, it is the Movie Score Hall of Fame episode. This is our third yes. Hall of Fame that we're doing, Jessica. I know. These are so much fun. We have to do them more often. We should. Uh, there's so many different, like, ways I we know. could go about it so many different topics we can choose it's it's so much fun to do these and this one is really going to i feel going to be contentious because it's <laughs> scores like actual yeah. songs not just yeah. like the entire score no, no 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 like we're picking one specific song from a movie or from a composer and so i think that's going to be a lot of fun we do have a guest for that Yes, we do. Very special guest. Yes, her Helping name. Us out. Yeah, yeah, her name is Tasha Jones. Uh, we'll introduce her when we get into that segment of the show. But if this is your first time listening, go ahead and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many more. And if you do like us, go ahead and give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Five stars goes a long way for us. Come and check us out on social media if you haven't already to stay up to date on our latest episodes and reviews. You can find us on basically every app you can think of, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, at AlwaysCriticPod. And we have to we have to mention the Patreon because we couldn't do this. Um, we, we really can't do this without your support. And we love for you to become a patron today. I think our tiers are really cute. <laughs> and we have a Jurassic tier and a Jumanji tier, and those are basically some of our favorite movies. It's $2 and $5 a month, pretty much nothing. So please become a patron if you feel so inclined, if it's in your heart. You can find us on patreon.com slash alwayscriticpod. And one more thing that I wanted to throw in there. Uh, we have just launched a subscription type of service that you can support the show plus you could get a backlog of all of our episodes from 125 back uh mm -hmm. if you if you want to listen to old episodes of old reviews that we have done uh you can actually support it through 
uh, Spotify, or you can go onto the link in your podcast show notes right now. There's a link that says become a subscriber. So for $4.99 a month, you could not only help us out with the show, but you could actually go back and be able to listen to those episodes that are behind the paywall. Uh, there are a lot of fun episodes there. And so I would highly recommend checking that out and becoming a subscriber. So, yeah. Nice. Now, with the 200th episode, we're not going to jump right in because we do have some questions for this episode. Is that we right? We did get a few questions. Of course, as you guys know, if you've been here a while, we did a, we have started a spin-off podcast, a podcast, which is different from a podcast. <laughs> Just joking. A podcast. <laughs> we started a spin-off <laughs> podcast called Debak K Rambles and it's where I drag Rico into watching K-dramas and we review them Korean dramas. And we got a few questions over on that account um for us on this very special episode, 200th episode. So without further ado, here are the few questions that we have from at African Soulmates. Love you, ladies. They asked us, have you ever spent time editing an ATC podcast episode and then lost the whole thing? Okay, so we have a funny story. Uh, we almost had that situation. Uh, yeah. I've never had the situation where we lost it and then we had to re-record, but we came very close and that was just recently, just yeah. recently. So for those who subscribe and listen to us, we just had an episode just a couple of weeks ago of the Batman. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that was uh, a fun episode. It was a deep episode and with three minutes pretty much left, like we were getting close <laughs> to wrapping up at that point. I think it's your computer crashes. Or okay, I had a power surge. Power surge. And the lights flickered and the computer shut off. And when she opens it back up, Jessica notices that the file is not there. It's gone. It's disappeared. Everything All the that audio she recorded. Wiped. An hour and 14 minutes of it. <laughs> and I was panicking because I was like, I don't know if I have enough energy to do another full hour of this. Yeah. And it was late. Like it was yeah. late at night already. We usually record at night. And it was like, what, like almost 11 p.m.? It was PM. getting close to 11 o'clock. And I I was panicking. I was My heart was beating super fast. Like I was sweating. I was just stressed, super stressed. And I thought, oh, my God, we're going to have to re-record this whole thing. Like it's easier said than done. But luckily, I found <laughs> online the steps because I thought, wait a minute. If she's recording this, it has to be going somewhere. Yeah, there's a temp file somewhere. Exactly. So I searched it, I researched it, and I was able to walk Jessica through the step-by-step -step where to find it and put it back into GarageBand, and this file was intact. It was perfect. It was perfect. I was so happy at that the moment. The sigh of relief from both of us when oh. this happened. Oh, my goodness. You were like, listen to the file. Is it okay? And I'm listening. I'm like, it, it's fine. It's it's all here. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it was so stressful. I Zero out of 10 would recommend losing an episode. Mm. I It had never happened to us. Like, it was, it was almost 200 episodes in, and that happens, and we still, like, lucked out and didn't lose the episode. Insane that we didn't lose it, but... Uh, luckily, we did not lose it. And that is the only time that I feel like we came knock close. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Okay. They also ask, what was your favorite ATC episode to record and why? Mm. I have a couple of answers for this one. 
um, because okay, what are, the, what are your answers? So because I have a handful of episodes, and it's for various reasons, right? For various reasons. So I really enjoy the Spanish Inquisition episodes. Oh, uh, okay. Those All are right. fun because the you know creating those questions or getting questions in and answering them, kind of like what we're doing now, allowing us to kind of like speak about why or or how we like movies is really engaging so it it does show that people you know want to know they want to know mm-hmm. how and then we would ask each it. other questions yeah we would ask each it other was questions. very interesting yeah those were fun those were fun i think a really fun episode that we did was the road to skywalker that's on my list that's on yeah. your list yeah uh, we had the whole gang together you know, talking about the ins and outs of Star Wars and, you yeah. know, what were our favorite things about Star Wars? And then on top of that, not just the recording of the episode, but also like the the stuff that we did to promote the episode as well. Like some of the graphics, like the graphic mm-hmm. that I use, I'm very proud of on that one. Yeah, where I got really the nice. entire like scope of characters and um, then the videos that we pushed out. So, yeah, so that those two really stand out right away. Mm-hmm. And then there's there's two more, and I'll package them together because it kind of falls in line with what we're doing today. And it's both Hall of Fame episodes that we did okay, before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the action movie Hall of Fame with Colby, uh, and he it was such a fun episode. It, was, it got contentious. <laughs> it was great. And then our first one, which was the rom-com Hall of Fame, where yeah. we were inducting actors and actresses into that Hall of Fame. And I still never forget <laughs> when – uh, they kiss at the end podcast who joined yeah. us on that episode. And uh, I can't remember which host it was that said Danny DeVito <laughs> as a nomination. I'll never forget it. <laughs> never forget it because it, it was so funny in the moment. And I just, it, it was, oh. it was a great time that we had. And, and hopefully on this episode, we have a great time as well. Um, you know, doing a new <laughs> Hall of Fame. So you'll be able to hear that in a, in a little bit. Jessica, what about you? My favorite episodes are Greta, Serenity, and The Lighthouse. Those are three different movies. <laughs> and they're it's basically all for the same reason. Because the movie was buck wild. Yes. And we didn't know what to think of it. We no. liked it and didn't like it at the same time. And there was just so much to pick apart with oh, those yes. movies. So a lot of uh, fat to chew on. And then you already mentioned Road to Skywalker. I love that you put in a lot of like the Star Wars music in that episode as well. Like when you edited it. So that was a like a lot of fun to listen back to because we didn't have that when we were recording. Like we were just, you know, going about our business. And then you have all of these um, filler pieces that went in after the fact. So that was really nice to hear. And then lastly, I have our movie therapy episode, which is episode 95. You can scroll back in your podcast feed and listen to it. On Patreon, actually, I think maybe, maybe not. Uh, for which one? The movie therapy episode. Oh no, I think I left that one open. Okay, for you people. left it alone. Yeah, so movie therapy because we went balls to the wall. Like we did not hold back on that one. Like you went for certain things, I went for certain things, and it was so fun to let loose and talk about things in the movie world that really upset us. <laughs> Yes, you are right. There was so many things that upset us in movies in general. And <laughs> I... <laughs> that we was have, really, it, really contentious. It's really contentious because it's like, 
okay, these are things we really don't like and we're really going to put our opinion behind. Right. And it's basically all hot takes. Yeah, it's all hot takes. Yeah. And yeah, so that was that's a memorable episode for sure. And then we have a question. This is the last one from Fimmers. It's F-I-M-M-E-R-Z-Z. And they asked your top five Korean movies. So, Rico, I'm not sure if you have the top five Korean movies offhand, but I look in my letterbox right now. I have top five. I would say it's A Werewolf Boy. Okay. And that stars Song Joong-ki. And I've told you about this movie before. I have Train to Busan, which... Did you finally watch that one? I still have not watched it. Lord. I I have The Man from Nowhere. I have Parasite. Where am I at? I think I'm at four. I will go ahead and put Silenced as the fifth one. Okay. But there's a ton of movies that I really love and even more that are on my watch list that I still have to watch. And I'm sure this will change. So at this very moment, those are my top five. Do you have any favorite Korean movies? So mine are very little because I I have not watched a lot of Korean movies. Mm. uh, It's to say Um, one that I want to throw out there because although it is made by a Korean company and also by a Korean director kind of doesn't fit like it, but I I feel like it's. you know, at least mentioning it, Snowpiercer. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, that's directed by Bong Joon-ho. Exactly. And it is produced by a Korean company as well. So I just wanted to mention it at least. But the two movies, because I only have two. Damn. Yeah, I know. Um, that And they're both very good. Very good movies. Uh, Minari. Minari. Minari, I think, is is a very well directed and beautifully acted movie and then of course parasite Mm -hmm. parasite would be my next choice well my top one out of all of them and it is shit i still think about that movie and i there's the score for that movie is very Mm -hmm. memorable as well uh the belt of faith song Mm -hmm. is just wonderful i love that movie i think that is they the Academy Awards remember, got it right. Do you remember watching that movie? Yes. We watched it house? together. Yeah. I remember it very, very clearly. When the I, twist happened, like, I don't what, what did we do? Like, I was like, we were all stunned. I was stunned. You were stunned. Like, we couldn't believe yeah. what we just saw. Like, it was, whoa, this is It was crazy. Incredible. It was nuts. It was. And we were making predictions like hard, like (laughs) none of them came true. Anyway, thank you so much for your questions, guys. Uh, Please continue to follow us on all the socials. We're active there. So let us know what is your favorite ATC episode that we've recorded. Like we'd love to know what you guys um, resonate, what resonated with you guys. And if you want to give me your top five Korean movies, I will not be upset. So (laughs) please uh, tell us that on either at Always Critic Pod or on our uh, spinoff podcast at ATC Debak Pod. Yes. So now what we're going to do mm-hmm. is we're going to transition into the main topic of our episode, which is Movie Score Hall of Fame.
to our main discussion today. Today, we are going to be doing something that we've done before. We've done it two times already. And, That's right. Yeah, exactly. And we are going to be doing a new Hall of Fame. This Hall of Fame is the Movie Score Hall of Fame. But I wanted to really like drill into a certain part of the Hall of Fame, and that is actual musical scores, like songs, specific songs from musical scores. So now... Me and Jessica are not going to be alone on this episode. We have never been alone on a Hall of Fame episode, so we have brought in a third person. I would like to introduce Tasha Jones to the show. Tasha, how are you doing today? I'm doing so well. It's Oscar Sunday, so it's basically the Super Bowl for some people, <laughs> and I'm happy to be here. Oh, man. We are excited uh, because... The reason why I wanted to have you on the show, uh, something that I personally found you and then I had our show follow, is your TikTok. Your TikTok is full of movie score, either knowledge or just fun little games that you play. Uh, so I wanted to ask you just a couple little things. Uh, number one, uh, most importantly, like where did that love of m movie scores come from? Well, probably my dad. He loved movies and film scores and stuff like that. So, and he would always get like these CDs of like the 25 greatest movie scores, like, you know, so we'd always listen to that. And I, he was just like obsessed with pop culture and so am I. And I was just like at, I was at my mom's and we were going through like baskets of stuff and like, like, like piles of entertainment weeklies, like just stacked. Mm. So I, I've just been like, I've had pop, pop culture in my blood since probably out of the womb. And then, um, and then, yeah, I just like love movies and I play music. So, and I think they've always held hands, you know? Yeah. So they, yeah, they have. I, so yeah. So one day I was just like, it was COVID, it was quarantine, you know, you download TikTok. It's like the, the story. And then I was just, <laughs> Like, I was like, I'm going to rank John Williams' best film scores because I'm like, I say I'm the official hype girl for John Williams. And then it just kind of like blew up and it just became a thing. So I was like, I'm going to, I could talk to this till I die, talk about this until I die. So it, it is so much fun actually checking out your TikTok because you've done so many things. Like, you have gone in depth about John Williams himself, about how he likes to go into fifths. Perfect fist, yeah, some Perfect music fist. theory. Yes, and then uh, one of my favorite things, though, is you create set lists for different mm -hmm. composers. So, like, if they were putting on a concert, this is the song order. Love it. Including yeah. an encore. I love it. I need it. to do more of that. <laughs> I just recently fun. started doing it. Yeah, those are really fun. I really enjoy those. Uh, since you did mention your TikTok, what is your TikTok? Where can people follow you? Uh, okay, it's at Tasha Jones with three S's total. <laughs> and I made my Instagram like in high school. And that was like Tasha Jones was taken, like everything was taken. So I was just like, I'm just gonna add two S's. And then just to keep it consistent, I made my TikTok the same. But I'm like trying to like, I'm trying to find, I'm trying to just get it to Tasha Jones. But anyway, if anyone knows how to do that, let me know. Yes. If anyone but does. at Tasha Jones, T-A-S-H-A-J-O-N-E-S-S-S. -S -S -S. There we go. Also, I talk Got so it. fast. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. Absolutely. We're constantly talking fast and talking over each other. So it's totally fine. So 
thank you again for coming on to the episode. We are now going to get into the meat of it, which is the Movie Score Hall of Fame song wing of the Hall of Fame. So, so we're just doing songs, right? We are doing songs. Songs. Because okay, yeah. there's a separate wing that like, you could do for conductors. There's like there's so many different things. But I wanted <laughs> to focus on this side of this fake Hall of Fame that we just created out of nowhere. And if we were to inaugurate 12 songs, these are the first 12 that have to be in the Hall of Fame. What are those yeah. songs going to be? So I think that when most people are listening to us right now, that in their head, they're probably imagining some of the songs that have to yeah. be in there. But, mm-hmm. you know, it has to account for our taste as well, because we have to obviously we want to look back at history and everything. But at the same time, there's stuff that just pulls at our heartstrings. So there's going to yeah. be a little balancing act of trying to decide, well, this is very popular, but this one's the one that I really you know, associate with. So this is going to be interesting. I'm like really excited and also really nervous. <laughs> yes. I'm honored. I have to say I'm honored to be here today. So anyway. Aww. Thank you so much. The honor is ours for even you saying yes to coming on the show. So really appreciate it. So let's go ahead and get started. How do we want okay. to do this? Okay. One thing I want to say real quick. Oh, God. There okay. are two names that I kind of want to just kind of like save for later. I think we both we all know who those two names are. Uh, one of them is an official hype girl for one of them. And then the right. other one is just a master it's, of <laughs> that one's, a you know, one Jillian's. And then the <laughs> other one is Zan's Himmer. So let's hold off let's on them this. for a little okay, bit, because okay, okay. Th- I think that's where the most contention might be. Cool. So let's kind of like start somewhere who would like to go also first? only two songs per composer yes, right i'm sorry i didn't mention that we are going yeah that's important deep, yeah and it's max of two songs per composer because if not it would just be williams Pretty and cool. zimmer most likely like just 12 songs from them and that's it and, well williams can do it by himself uh so i have some hot takes at the end so ooh. i can't wait oh to yes we love hot takes we love a good hot take <laughs> i can't okay. wait to get into it so so Let's go ahead and let's get started. So what we're going to do is round robin. We will throw out a nomination. We'll explain why we feel it should be in there. And then the other two will give their yes or their no. And we'll go from there. So who would like to start us off? Do not all answer at once. You go first. You You go first. Okay, I will go ahead. Yeah, you go first, Because this is pretty much my idea in a way. And I... I'm just going to throw, I think this is probably one of the most famous sports themes ever that's come from a movie. And I am going to throw out Bill Conti's Rocky theme. Oh. Now, here's here's the thing. My heart actually says to um, to actually put the final bout music, but Gonna Fly Now is like, the one that everybody knows it has the pomp and circumstance at the beginning I'm taking notes yes yes take the notes you know (laughs) it has the pomp and circumstance at the beginning it does Mm. have a bit of that interlude from the final fight in it so it is probably one of the most recognized sports themes that's ever come from a movie and so my official nominee is gonna fly now 
by Bill Conti from the movie Rocky. I so. mean, it's yes. I for iconic sake, yes. I'll accept it. Okay. And can I just preface something? Like I have like I have my personal favorite songs, but this was like a hard list to make cuz I had to go based off like what was iconic? Like, I couldn't be like, well, that's my favorite song. It's like, no, like, some of these you can't not put in there. And I feel like you're right. The Rocky theme would definitely be in there. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna throw a wrench and say I don't agree with this. Wow. Okay. One. Oh, okay. Yeah. Explain. Most, mostly because it feels a little dated. And I'm, I'm a stickler for, like, if I... I kind of want to listen to a soundtrack at any any point and not mm-hmm. feel like bogged down by an era. Totally. And this one is definitely reminiscent of the time that this movie was made. So it feels a little dated in that I respect. That. I, I feel don't that. feel like the younger generation would necessarily agree with like Bill Conti's kind of fly now as like a, a great like movie score of all time. Like we're going for all time, yeah, right? We are. We are. So I'm playing devil's advocate. And I'm going to say no to Bill Conti. And I love Bill Conti. Like, I love this um, this OST. But, you know. I'm, um, I'm on it. Like, I agree. Because, like, it, I, it bothers me when, like, all the, like, the American Film Institute, like, they have their top 50. I was like, this was made by some old guy, you know? And mm-hmm. so I'm, I get what you're saying. Okay. So I don't know. How do we decide? Like, is it like majority rules? No, it's got to be unanimous. Unanimous. So yeah. if we have two yeses and a no, which it sounds like we have two yeses and a no. It, it, it can like if we're, we're undecided about a certain spot, like we can return yeah, to this so one. Okay, I can go ahead. Then. Yeah. So I'm going to put it down as a maybe we'll come back to mm-hmm. it if maybe there's a spot yeah. open later. So that was my first nominee. Who would like to go next? And then we'll follow okay, well, that same order going through. Speaking of old okay. men, um, <laughs> I guess. Okay, here. Okay, wait. I need to pull up my Spotify and get the name. Okay. Um. So I had the main theme. Okay, well, now it's. Okay. I had the main theme from the 1933 King Kong, which is even older than Rocky. Wow. Only because, so she's, okay, okay, Jess is going to disagree. Like, let's just, but anyway, it was Max Steiner. So, like, literally, we would be, we wouldn't have film scores without Max Steiner. And King Kong was, like, revolutionary in being, like, the most, like, one of the first scores that wasn't for like a silent film. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So right. I have the main theme from King Kong from 1933. Mm. I'm indifferent about it. I don't just I, listen yeah. to it on like, I don't listen to, I don't willingly listen to it. Oh, got I it. Yeah. I understand. No. I think that this, the way we're doing it, it has to be something that you want to invest okay. time listening. Okay. Into, then I'll you hit know? you with it. Yeah. So, so okay. I think we're, we're, we're good on, the King Kong theme, not be making yeah. it okay. going forward. I okay. just had to do a little shout out to Max. Hey, you know? no problem. Yeah. No problem at all. I am totally for <laughs> any shout outs. So, Jessica, it is your turn. Who is your nominee? I'll go with James Horner, My Heart Will Go On from Titanic. Oof. Is that 
Are we doing songs from soundtracks? Oh. Or is well, that the score? that's not I didn't oh. mean it for the soundtrack. I meant the the actual like the actual score. Score. The instrumental. The yeah, instrumental. without Celine's yes. voice. Okay. I see what you're saying. Uh okay. Go ahead, present your case. Oh, well, I think that it's stupid iconic. Uh, I think it probably outlived the movie in a sense mm-hmm. and is certainly uh, beautiful and relatable. And I think at the time, you know, they had to advocate for this song, which is really unique. Usually they don't have these kind of like elaborate stories where like the director like didn't like the song and like they they really had to sell it to James Cameron. And now it's like, in the zeitgeist. Yeah. So I kind of feel like this movie and this score, especially My Heart Will Go On, is definitely kind of essential. It yeah. might be labeled as um, the rose It's probably theme. some... I think it's the rose theme. The rose theme, or it might be the portrait. Ah. I think it's, it's the portrait. It's probably the portrait. But I... Which is like a slow, like, I know exactly version of it. which one you're talking about. It is on my yes. playlist. Well, I have, like... The Titanic Suite on my playlist, like it's a yeah, really yeah, yeah. long song, but it has yeah. like all the motifs and all the different pieces mm-hmm. throughout. So, Tasha, how are you feeling about this one? I totally understand why you would put that. Um, I think I was a little too young when Titanic came out, so I couldn't watch it till like middle school. <laughs> but I understand. But I always knew the song, you know. So yeah. I do. I do think it speaks to like even without seeing the movie as a young kid, like knowing it already you know right hmm. but I, I'm gonna say no but like I understand you right yes I'm actually in okay. the camp of saying yes um okay. as a tentative I'd yes. be happy to return to it yeah exactly I'm okay. happy to return okay. to it for sure I like it better than Rocky theme no offense hey no problem <laughs> no offense taken I would <laughs> listen to that any day it is a beautiful theme and whenever I'm like doing stuff where I'm, you know, writing something or whatever, that will come on and I'm just, mm-hmm. you know, vibing with it. All right. So let's go ahead and it's my turn now. We're back. We still yeah. don't have an, 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 an inductee yet. But let me see if we can get one here. I am going back to the past yet again. And this time right. I am going with Bernard Herman's theme for psycho yeah i think that that's this, on my list it's you don't you don't have to explain i don't have <laughs> necessarily to explain. it's one of the most iconic <laughs> musical pieces that we've heard from a from a movie ever and bernard herman yeah. is just a musical genius from i love him the period before you know kind of john williams kind of like takes over Mm-hmm. Um, so being able to put something from like the 1950s and 60s on this list kind of felt at least a little bit important to me to honor the history. And I think this is one of the most important pieces of music. It is something that you play just a snippet of it to anyone immediately. People and know like every yeah. like sitcom or like other movie tries to like recreate it without like taking like the rights, like <laughs> copyright re- like rules or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah. So I that is definitely on my list. I think Bernard Herrmann's like my OG spooky king. Like I love him so much, and yeah, he definitely like that. He's the reason Danny Elfman exists. Yes, so. yes, he is. I like that for that song in particular and that score. He changed the way we view violins, mm-hmm. like in music and stuff. Where before, 
it was all for romance and he was like nah it's for scares as well (laughs) so and it's like it's kind of listening to it oh my gosh i cut you off i'm sorry no it's fine i was listening to it that's it and it's still so beautiful and like it's not usually the first bernard herman score i go to listen to but like re-listening to it i was like this is still really pretty like it doesn't make me like anxious you know Mm. i mean it does but like there's still parts to it that are pretty yes and so I think we might all be in agreement. Yes. And we have our first inductee yes. into the Movie Score Hall of Fame. It I'm is... like a little schoolgirl. I have my notes. I put like hearts around the psycho <laughs> theme. I'm like, <laughs> it's like love number one. So the <laughs> official theme, it is from Bernard Herman. It is actually labeled as the murder from the movie Psycho. And we have our first inductee. Congrats. So only 11 more to go. All right. Tasha. So was that our. So this is like we're on like round two of like. Yeah, we're on our second round here. Seeing where we end up. Yes, it is. Okay. What to pick? What to pick? Okay. I'm going to pick Married Life from Up from Michael Giacchino because, like, it's not even my favorite score of his, but, again, like, it's the most important musical cue probably ever to, like, younger audiences, and, like, you just kind of know to cry when you hear it. So, and I think Michael Giacchino is, like, a modern-day genius. He, He never stops working. Mm. This is on my list as well. I don't know how, but he bottled the soundtrack of a life well lived, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's what this this song is. It's beautiful. Love. That's what's so great about Married Life is that people can envision the entire scene just by listening to the song. Like they can take the first part and hear, like, or just imagine the entire scene of them getting married and then moving in all the way into the sad dramatic moments later on in the song. Uh, it is a beautiful piece of music. I think um, I think in a couple of years we'll be having a discussion whether or not this is his most signature piece because of the fact that he just released something pretty big uh, just a couple of weeks ago and that's uh, the Batman. Yeah. And in a couple of years, I think that'll be an actual discussion. But for now, I think this is his most signature piece. Is I would agree. Married life. So I don't. Yeah, I don't think like I mean, the Batman is good, but it's already a franchise like this was original. Oh, yeah. I, I like I understand. Yeah, I, don't yeah. know. I agree. So shall we vote? Who is yes. in favor of this? I think we all are. Say I. Yes. I. I and um, the eyes so we have two. Have it. Yes, we have two. Wow. So Michael Giacchino. Look at us. Joins Who would have thought? Who would have thought? thought? Not me. <laughs> Who thought? Not me. Actually, I would have thought. All right. So, um, who who was uh, who's? Oh, was it my turn now? Jess's I think. turn. Yes, it is Jess's turn. Okay, I will go with Nino Rota, the Godfather, and I'm on the fence about the main title or the love theme. 
Mm, that's a good question. Uh, I think we could debate this right now. Can we? Okay, okay. Let's so have let's the the, I'll put both forward. So there's the main title, and then which has it's the trumpet line in that one, and then yeah, the love yeah. theme, which is way more sad than romantic, but then the grandness of it is like something to behold because it really opens up in that song. Uh, yeah. What do you guys think? I have the main theme on mine because like, again, much like the psycho theme, like it's kind of trying to recreate it in every other mafia movie without copying, you know? So Mm -hmm. I think the main theme is very iconic. Um, I'm going to say iconic a lot this episode, but it's true. Yeah. For me, I'm actually on the love theme side. Because Ooh, I think okay. that is the theme that, yeah, I mean, obviously the the trumpet, uh, you know, opening line, it, it has like a menace to it because you are dealing with a mafia story. I think it's a great introduction to it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when people think the Godfather, the mm. the thing that comes to their mind is na 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 na. Like the, the I disagree <laughs> though. You think I disagree? Oh, you think it's the other way around? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, really? Jess, what do you think? I don't know because, oh, man. Um, I'm up in the air about it because I feel pretty biased as far as the Godfather themes go because it could it's both for me. I don't have – and I don't think I have a good read on it for other people as well. Like what do they think is like the most iconic Godfather song that they associate with the movie – it's kind of both for me. So I would be happy with, I, I mean, I think the Godfather had to be on here. It's not a, once again, it's not a score I listen to all the time, but like it would be criminal to not include it. So anything I'm okay with anything. I'm just saying main thing. Okay. So I think either way, <laughs> one of these two is going to get on the He's list. Like how do I convince her? <laughs> one of these two is going to get on the list, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Would you guys be fine with just circling back? We we already have a spot for this yeah. one. Okay. So okay. that means we're, we're going to have three up to this point. Uh, we just got to remember that it, it is three. You know, it's in favor of it. Just which one it is, is mm-hmm. up in the air. Okay. Great. No problem. So now let's go ahead. It's my turn, right? Yes. Okay. So I am also going a little bit uh, back and I am going to, who I believe is one of the kings of movies that are what you associate with Westerns, um, spaghetti Westerns specifically. Uh, I am going with the maestro Ennio Morricone. Now, here is, here is my choice. I think this is his best song, even though... From the movie, the title track is probably like everybody remembers the title track. But I think this is the better piece of music. It's the Ecstasy of Gold. Amen. It's on here. It's I say yes. I think that the the opening with the guitars and then the violins and then the trumpets and then the singer comes in. Like it's just it's grand. Beautiful. It's a beautiful piece of music. And it's influenced every Western sense. It has. And I And Mando. And Mando, yeah, Mando definitely derives a lot from it. And it's just, he's an amazing, and I know we just recently lost him, but like he continued, mm-hmm. you know, making music all the way totally to, to the end. Like he was Like he won stuff. an Oscar. Yeah, he won an Oscar not that long ago. And Quincy Jones presented it, which like crossover. <laughs> there you I go. love Quincy <laughs> so much. So we are all in agreement. Ecstasy yep. of Gold from yep. The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. 
Mm-hmm. Flying uh, through we this. We are flying <laughs> through this. We already have four down. It was sticky at first. It was. But it actually, well, it's not over yet. <laughs> no, it's not over because I think uh, a little bit later it's going to get a little tough. All right. Tasha, it's okay, okay, it's okay. up to you now. Okay. I'm going with. Okay, let's <laughs> just. Okay. When we're talking about newer composers, like. This song is even trending on TikTok, but Agape from If Beale Street Could Talk. Oh. Mm. Right, right. He's like a great pianist. He's my favorite. And like, we don't have to include it, but I'm just saying like in a, in like 20 years, it will be like a classic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's on, on one of my music playlists. I think it is a beautiful piece of music. Mm-hmm. And you're right. It is something that is kind of... Uh, trending right now uh, in a life of its own it's it's mm-hmm. not even being associated with the with the movie at the moment but that that i think that's what a good mo- movie score can do it can like transcend its own movie mm, yeah um i am of two minds of it i think it's a beautiful piece of music and i i kind of want to vote for it but at the same time it's so new has it, it is pretty new. has it cemented its place versus maybe someone else's because I do have something kind of new too uh, from the last few years. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how many of these newer pieces we're going to be able to fit in. You know? No, I get it. I get it. Time will tell. Time will tell with them. But if we ever do another episode, not like inviting myself, but if we ever do some TV themes, please contact me. TV themes. Oh, that's a that's a good one. <laughs> because Succession will be on there. Man, everybody, everyone always says Succession. Always. When they talk about TV theme songs, everyone always brings it up. For a modern TV show, it's it's crazy you, how popular right. it is. I've I've heard of I've heard it. I don't watch the show, but I can recognize mm. how good that piece of music is. Exactly. And that's a that shows it's Validity. Is that the word? Validity. Validity. Yeah. yeah. Validity. Validity. Yeah, exactly. I went to college. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so I think Okay, so we can cross it off. We'll cross that off for now. Yeah, we'll cross it off. I, I don't think there's enough. <laughs> Do you hear my pen <laughs> just, <laughs> just completely like, okay, fine. <laughs> I'm not salty about it. <laughs> not at all. Okay, Jessica. Oh, okay, it's my back to me. Okay. I'm going to put forth John Barry's Flying Over Africa from Out of Africa, which I feel is not necessarily in the zeitgeist at all, but 
I find it such a beautiful piece of music. It is from very out of sweeping Africa, right? yeah. from out of Africa. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, I watched this movie without knowing that it was like a thing, you know, mm-hmm. kind of a, an Oscar darling. And I found it so dry and boring until they got to this part, like totally. where they're flying over Africa and they this John Barry track comes on and you're just like taken aback. You're swept away and you yeah, feel all these emotions. So the the soundtrack is better than the movie. And I quite totally. like this this song in particular. I uh, yeah. I think it's a, I think it's a very good piece of music. I've seen Out of Africa, and you're right. Like that movie just is like on a steady course of like, do I want to continue this? And is then, that like in the eighties so, or nineties? Eighties, definitely eighties. Yeah. Which, by yeah. the way, I have a hot take, and I don't know if I should like take this off right, like get it off now. What's your take? Like, you can't just tease if, it and then. If you're looking at, especially like, awards fodder movies from mm-hmm. from different decades, the eighties is the worst one. Yeah, like it's so dry. Yeah, because like 60s, so colorful. 70s is very hard hitting. 90s just has like a nice like mix of different things. 2000s is very grounded. Like Forrest Gump. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the 80s, oof. 80s was like more like blockbusters. Right. And those are the memorable stuff. But like the like awards fodder, meh. No, it does. It does not work for me. Yeah. So that is that's my hot take. All right. So Jess, okay. I totally get it. I'm just gonna say no because I I know a lot of people love John Barry. I love Goldfinger, but it's he. It's just kind of bland to me. Yeah, like, I, I, I can could, get it. And some of like kind of my um criteria for picking this is like, could I imagine any other song with this scene? Mm. And I could imagine like another composer doing something for out of Africa. I see. Fair enough. Fair enough. No offense. John Barry. <laughs> well, I didn't write the music. <laughs> I think I would be if I was John Barry, but I'm not. Important and your scene. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. So out okay, of Africa. We're back around. Will not be going in. It's out of Africa. It's out. It's gone. All right. So let me see. I have uh, two roads I could go down. Let's go down this one and see. So uh, you mentioned him earlier, Tasha, that uh, Herman, I guess, was like the precursor to this person. Uh, I am going to mention Danny Elfman. Okay. And where are you going with it? I'm going to go with the Batman theme. Of course. It's on my list. It's on your list. Um, I think this is when it comes to superhero movies, let's just say superhero movies Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. probably the second biggest musical piece from a you know from a superhero standpoint yeah uh if you want to you know there's always the man of steel who will maybe we'll even mention later but we'll see but i feel like that gothic theme that elfman presents and it just made the movie even more of an iconic piece because of the fact that it transcends uh, generations. So it's my favorite Batman. It's your favorite Batman. And well, Batman Returns, but like you oh, know, Batman like Returns Michael is Keaton. fantastic. I love Michael Batman Keaton's Returns. my favorite. Michael Keaton, uh, Jessica. Actually, uh, we did an episode recently. It was um, <laughs> what was it? Our uh, Blind Spots episode. It was a is a top ten last ten. Oh, top ten last ten. Which. 
we, we just went through the t- last 10 movies that we saw and ranked them. And one of the mine was Batman 1989. And I so good. disliked it. Yeah, she does not like it. I did not like it. I was like, what is this? Anyway, um, it depends yeah, no. on who shows it to you, I think. Yeah, I don't know if I watched it. I said that on the show. I was like, I don't know if I watched it at the right age either. Like, I, I was already an adult and, like, it was just goofy. So, I quite go to getting back to Danny Elfman, though. I love this song. It just missed out on my list because I was pretty cutthroat with Danny Elfman's. Uh, discography. Mm. I went with other like oh, Elfman songs have instead. Choice. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm excited to see. I am. But excited I have to Batman see. on my list. I would be willing to reconsider Batman if we, again, like are coming around and looking at <laughs> the ones that weren't yeah. unanimous, but we're all like very comfortable with. So. So what I can do is I'll I'll put them on our maybe list, and yeah, what I'll probably do is we can save a spot for Elfman because I think. Elfman does deserve to be on the list somewhere. So, Mm -hmm. you know, in in theory, that puts us at, let's see what we have. We let me recap real quick what we have so far in in there. We have Bernard Herman's The Murder from Psycho. We have Married Life by Michael Giacchino from the movie Up. So that's two. Uh, We have Ennio Morricone's The Good, Bad, The Ugly, The Ecstasy of Gold. That's three. Uh, we have The Godfather. We haven't decided which one. So that's a fourth spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now we have Danny Elfman. Either it's going to be Batman or whatever discussion we have. So that's five mm-hmm. spots taken. Right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think I think we're still in a good spot to keep going before we get into. So that's five, but maybe six with whatever Danny is. Maybe six. Maybe six mm-hmm. with Danny. Okay. Maybe Danny gets two spots. So. Yeah. You never know. So, okay, mm-hmm. we will we will circle okay. back to Danny in a little bit. So, Tasha, would you like to throw out okay. your nominee? I'm going to do Mr. Mustafa from Alexandre Desplat from the Grand Budapest Hotel. Ooh. Because I, it's his first Oscar winning score, and I think it's – just the future of film scores like it's so like he writes for main characters you know and i i don't know i love this score that is a but this beautiful song score. specifically oh it, it is incredible and and i listened to it uh like a couple weeks ago when i was going through you know as many different movie scores as i could and that one did catch my eye or mm-hmm. my ear in this particular case and I think it is just the way it captures the mood of the character. It is it's beautiful. How do you and feel? And he's just, again like another like modern day composer. Right, like that. which I do have one coming okay. as a nominee. Okay, but cool. uh, Jessica, how do you feel? Yeah, that's not my favorite Alexander Dupla song. I really like the score as a whole, but. I'm not sold on like. Can we just have like a one. spot for him? Yeah, for we can Alexander save Despot? a spot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think I think we need to have a spot for him. So okay, let's you. go ahead and let's let's put him down for a spot, and we will talk about what exactly is going to be the song. So this is our possible seven. 
yeah, this upcoming one or or this one possible seven. So six or mm-hmm. seven, depending on how we feel on Elfman. Uh, so that's where we're at so far. All okay. right, Jess, it's your turn. This is right. getting really dicey now um, mm-hmm. with these choices. Mm-hmm. We're getting real harsh, but that's okay. Um, I'm gonna go with Justin Hurwitz, me and Sebastian Seam from La La Land. Okay. You're very Hold excited. On. I'm very excited. Hold on. What scene? I'm sorry. I chose Mia and Sebastian's theme. Okay. Got it. All right. Yeah. So you went with Mia and Sebastian's theme because I, my next my next one was actually going to be Justin Hurwitz, Planetarium from La La Land. Oh, I love that. That's on my spring playlist. So, hmm. so both you and I can kind of like, um, I guess, present our arguments here. Um, and I'm not... I'm down to to lose on this argument if it means <laughs> that it comes onto the list. I think it's probably hmm, I don't know if it's the most recognizable thing in the last like. So for 10 my years, argument, yeah, I'm not sure if it's like recognizable to people, but I think it's very pleasing to the ear. Yes, and it's got the piano. It's it's very. Um, sweeping and it's just like a bittersweet song that manages to feel hopeful but frenetic when it starts to build and i like that about mia and sebastian's theme that it starts small and then like ends big so i like it it's got such a a vibe to it and i think people can generally kind of agree that it's memorable maybe they don't recognize it from la la land but they're like i've heard this somewhere yeah Um, yeah that's my argument for it. I would agree with that as well. The only think, yeah. reason why I would say planetarium, it's because it takes Mia and Sebastian's theme and it blows it out to a full orchestra at oh, a certain right. moment. And I really love the grand scale of the second half of planetarium I, because planetarium does start with Mia and Sebastian's theme with the light motifs and it, and it goes through. And then mm-hmm. halfway through when she or he picks her up it just yeah. blows completely you know into a it's full orchestra a cinematic I th- right experience. yes i would be fine if we did planetarium as an entry because it does t- still have the motif from me and sebastian's theme yeah. but it does expand it right and make it and you can very like, cinematic like you said the whole Tasha. album only has like three themes so yes <laughs> so like you just like pick a song and it has it probably the, but does me and Sebastian's he- theme have like the um dun, 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 that part in it? No, it does not. Okay, I don't think so. Well, I'm okay with I'm good with Planetarium. I am because also good. If we're going based off like, can you imagine another song in that scene? I couldn't. Mm. It is yeah. such a beautiful piece of music. I love listening to that song. love la la land like the so haters are gonna hate so do I. okay true true it has it has continuously climbed every time i watch it it climbs up higher into my own yeah, personal yeah, yeah. list i think i think it's in the top 10 of my favorite movies of all time musicals are my favorite genre so i have to and i think we got number depending on what happens we're well, at six at, for sure we're at six for sure 
Yeah. Six for sure with a this couple so of fun. spots that need to be filled out. Uh, oh, let's. Gosh. Okay. So I kind of gave mine along with Jessica's. So let's all go one more time. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we'll get into the the big <laughs> names. Okay. So. Um, because I already went here, Tasha. Can we do I'll two let's... more times. Okay, let's do two more times. Okay, let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go around two more times because I I, I have, have enough two songs. Two more that I have to talk about. Go ahead. But All right. Is it Rico's turn? Uh, I technically already went with uh, Planetarium. Planetarium. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Cool. <clears throat> so I'm going to put he's a pirate from Claus Bedelt. Because it is like if I w- if I was telling a kid like, hey, this is film scores 101, like that kid would eat this song up. OK, because I know I did as like a young little girl. Like I was like, oh, my gosh, like I went to Borders and I bought this album and it and and then I know Hans Zimmer like later took it over. But I this is also on my list. And I was like, this is technically Klaus Bedell, not Hans Zimmer so I'm but of Dead the Man's opinion. Chest is a good one too yeah but he's the, he's a pirate I mean specifically he's a pirate is what this is what pirates sound like to me yes high yes. seas adventure pirates period piece this and is what it sounds still like still such a good movie yes it's a near perfect movie Curse of the Black it Pearl totally is yeah I was a little upset it wasn't on your Hall of Fame action movies Oh, we oh. got. Oh, what happened? I kind of have that a bone to pick. I know exactly what that. happened on that one. It's because that, one, that is somebody an outlawed movie. like the yeah yeah okay, your 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 criteria for that was like yeah it was it was that was ever changing and I was upset that like we couldn't nominate like Gladiator because it was like a a swords and sandals, sword and sandals movie but you know Colby was the one who was really like pushing like the different he criteria. was like no it has to have like an explosion and all this yeah, stuff he was, and I was like, he was. yeah they have cannonballs <laughs> but okay oh, glad God. we're on the same page yeah no we are was, all yeah. on the same page because this was also going to be brought up if it wasn't brought up by you it was going to be brought up by Jessica so and if Rico said no, I would kick him out of this. Yeah, you'd be podcast. just kicked out of. It yeah. would be our. We'd continue now. just us two. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad that I am in agreement with you guys. But yes, uh, Claus oh. Badelt, he's a pirate from Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, we we have number seven officially. Officially nice. number yeah, seven. That was quick. That was quick. I haven't been listening to much of his other stuff, like, no. ever. No. Yeah. Like that. I, I kind of went into it when I was looking at his stuff um, for the in preparation One for this episode, and I was guy. like, oh, no. Just I'm kidding. Like, Don't come for me. Maybe he's not. No. <laughs> he could prove us wrong, but lately, no. Lately, yeah. nothing okay. there. Okay. So, Seven. Jessica. Go ahead. I'm going to go back to the James Horner well, because I'm, like, a really big fan of James Horner, and I'm going to put great. forth... Zorro's theme from The Mask of Zorro, Ooh. which is extremely romantic, yes, extremely is. adventurous. We're yes, already on an adventurous kick. The melodic theme is like a classic, and it feels way older oh, than 1998. Oh, no. Oh, no. Hold on. Let me see if I can pull it up. Yeah, if Jessica could pull it up just to play a James Horner is bit. like very 90s. Oh, yeah, for sure. Casper is my favorite score. One of my favorites. Oh, look there. So... 
this score does give off adventure, but it's very, yes, romantic, as Jessica says. And I, I think it's a wonderful piece of music. Now, whether we can does get it get included, votes, I do I don't not know if know. it's Hall of Fame. This is what it sounds like. Yes. It kind of sounds like the mummy. Very, uh, yeah. It's just, yeah. Yeah. It's like, it has like these cymbals crashing too. It gets bigger. I'll have to listen to that more. Um, yeah, definitely check it out. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a really good score for sure. Yeah. I forget, like, was that Catherine Zeta-Jones? Mm-hmm. And Antonio yes. Banderas. At both of their... Sorry, what are you going to yeah, say? No, never mind. I'm not gonna what say are you going to say? I'm not going to say anything. Um, tell me. I was going to say, like, both Teasing of them us. are, like, basically at their, like, sexual peak. It's ridiculous. Oh. You've, said this to me before. You've said this to together. me before. What movie was it? It was Salma Hayek, I think. Oh, and Antonio Banderas. And in, Antonio Banderas. Um, in, um, was it... Man, now I'm forgetting. I the can't movie. remember the Desperado. Desperado, yes. That's you were like, one. "Oh, you got to see Desperado," and I was like, "Why?" And he was like, "Well, first of all, they have great chemistry, but they're both like at their sexual peak." And I've never forgotten that phrase that you told. Like they're both they're at their <laughs> it's sexual like peak. Brandon I was like, Fraser and the Mummy. Yes, yeah. he is yeah. at his sexual peak, quote unquote. To quote Rico. <laughs> yes, I, I'm glad right, that quote so, is being attributed to me. <laughs> yes, I'm a yes. It'll be but, on your gravestone. Yes, it will. <laughs> Please put that in the will. <laughs> yes. So James Horner's uh, theme for Zorro is off the table. Off I'm the assuming. Table. Sorry, I no, it's fine. It, but it's respectable. It's a respectable uh, nominee, but it's not. It's not inducted. All right, All right Rico. Let's I go think one more next. time. One more round through. One more round before we get into like. Right into our big ones. Uh, so <laughs> this one that I want to nominate, it's a somewhat recent score. It came out in 2010, well, along with the movie, of course. Um, the movie that I feel should have won Best Picture in 2010, uh, it is from The Social Network, Trent Reznor and Atticus and Ross. Atticus Ross. Mm-hmm. And the song that I want to nominate from there is actually In Motion. Uh, that is the one where, if you're watching the movie, this is where they're coming up with the formula for what they're yeah. making the website, which at the time was like face mash and just like the pacing of going the back and forth between seeing like the frat parties and then seeing them on their computer, like coming up with this formula for a website. I think it just establishes the mood of the movie very totally. well. Um, another one there I could not be another score for it. No, exactly. Because it does have like this electronic feel to what they're doing. They're doing something that is built in cyberspace and it kind of has that feel to it but it does have a bit of like that menace because mm-hmm. you can kind of hear it in in motion but you really hear it in hand covers bruise where like it's like this piano that just goes dun, 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 and just it carries on in both songs but i think it's beautiful but jessica i can see so i have something to say so this song is very techno heavy yes and that's fine only i would rather nominate another tech heavy 
song instead of this one, like that I feel is really just better. Mm. And I'll just say it's Daft Punk from Tron Legacy. Oh, that's such uh, a good score. And I'm like, psh, like I, I, the two songs that I End have of are line. like, there's so many like that you De-rezzed. could. But End of Line, Derez, Recognizer, Son of Flynn, like all of these songs are like I feel very worthy to be inducted, yeah. and they are exactly the same vibe, but just better. I don't know. And then they have those like yeah. orchestral, large orchestral pieces in the background as well that kind of compete for. Attention with the electronic elements, but it's very good. So I, I'm I'm more leaning towards like the Reznor and Ross because I just love their transition into film scoring. Yeah. Um, Going from and Daft Punk nails. is like nothing. And they are not a thing anymore, which is so sad. <laughs> I know it's sad. That's sad. But um, I don't know. I I think we should come back to the social network. Okay, we can definitely come back to it. So I will make <laughs> that a maybe. No doubt about it. Do like I mean? Do we agree? I agree to return to it. And yeah, we have a lot of circle back. So, Jessica, Ooh. did you want to make that Daft Punk your official nominee, or did you have something? Oh, else? sure. This wasn't necessarily on my list, but we can make it that. Okay. We can. I can officially nominate it. All right, no problem. So we will go ahead and put that as yours. So that that made. Tasha, we still more. have one more. Yeah. And like, I'm not sure Jess is like um, listening to the action one, the action hall of fame. I'm not sure like your approach to superhero mm. movies, but I'm nominating Portals by Alan Silvestri. Yeah. Because. Okay. You like the Avengers theme is like it's sealed in our history. Like, how do you not have a Avengers theme in our it's one of the biggest franchises it really is. in movie history. Yeah. So how can you not have something from that? And Alan Silvestri is just amazing. So. Yeah. So this is on my list. This one and the actual main Avengers theme was on my That's list. True. Portals gives me goosebumps. Right. I thought Portals just because of the fact that it does it does tie into one of the biggest moments in a movie yeah. ever. Number one. And this is Endgame for those listening. Yes. Avengers Endgame is where that comes from. And. I th- so I think that it has become synonymous with such a major franchise that so many people love. It would be hard to leave it off. And I'd be okay just having the theme on there. Right, the theme itself or portals, one or the other, but yeah. having one. So let me ask uh Jessica, how how do you feel about that as a possible entry? I'd be okay with portals versus the the one theme because obviously portals does have the Avengers theme in it. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. But it is feels more grand and feels more like a culmination it, than yeah. just like one just a theme. The Avengers theme. Yes. Okay. So okay. I think we're all in agreement putting portals from Avengers Great. Endgame onto there.
So what are we at now? We officially, we are at, let's see. Let me go through the list. Officially, we have Bernard Herman's The Murder from Psycho. We have mm-hmm. Michael Giacchino's Married Life from Up. We have Ennio Morricone's The Ecstasy of Gold. We have uh, Justin Hurwitz's Planetarium from La La Land. We have Claus uh, Badelt's He's a Pirate from Pirates of the Caribbean. We have Alan Silvestri's Avengers Endgame uh, Portals. And then we have reserved the spot for, so so far that's six songs, and okay. we have reserved a spot for Alexander Desplat. And Danny Elfman. We we have spots for them. Cool. And then, of course, we have some stuff we got to return to. Yeah. Oh, and also there is a spot for uh, Nino Rota as well. So that's three spots taken. So that means we have three spots <laughs> oh my God. left. This is scary. So yes, do you want to do you want to look it, it? This is really scary, actually. Um, so I'm do so you scared? <laughs> So do you want to look at the Nina Roti or Rota and pick the song or do you want to dump anything at this point? Okay. Can we dump Rocky? I mean, it's not even officially on the list. It's just like we'll come back to it. But I don't know if we're going to be able to come back to anything is the problem. Okay. But okay. Let's. Can I hear what you guys had for Danny Elfman? Okay. okay. So mine is the Batman theme. What is yours, Jessica? Same, because same. Okay, mine, I have the Spider-Man main title. Oh, Ooh, That's I see. so good. I just Which did sounds exactly like a spider for some one. reason. Um, and then I also have Ice Dance from Edward Scissorhands, Ugh. which has that like tinkering see, yeah. feeling and the choir. It's just otherworldly. I, so I like, like that. I, Edward Scissorhands is my favorite score of his, but like in my head, I think Batman's more of like a... Um, pop culture moment you know right. mm. and there's an association of the song with yeah. the movie like exactly instantly in your head it comes to okay. mind type of i thing. love edward scissorhands so favorite. let's do the batman theme and love. wrap okay. elfman's spot I th- yeah i think we can okay. wrap up elfman's spot with that one then So cool. I don't think he's going to get a second one because no, I think we're kind of on the fence of whether or not we could give him a second one. So we'll go ahead and give him that spot. Okay. So how about the Alexander Desplat? Because yeah, what we haven't, have we that? haven't, I didn't, I think I like his music. Don't get me wrong. I just didn't have a spot for him on my own personal list, but I could be swayed as to which song you guys prefer. For his spot. So, Jessica, what did you have for his? So, my favorite stuff from him is actually from Benjamin Button, like The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. That A whole lot of people love that one. OST is just beautiful. So, something from there, like Benjamin and Daisy, for instance, is a really good song that kind of encompasses the whole thing. But I'm actually good with not including him 
at the moment because I'm getting really scared for the rest of the nominees that we haven't gotten to. And I'm just, I mean, just them two alone. Yeah. Williams and Zimmer are like so prolific. I'm like getting really nervous about what we're going to be allowed to put. Yeah. For them. Mm-hmm. I, th- this is just my personal opinion is that I think that Silvestri as good as he is, I don't know if he has something strong enough to be on this initial list. Silvestri or Desplat? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Desplat. Sorry. I was like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I just like read his name. Like I was looking at the sheet no, and good, I just saw good, it, good. but I don't think Desplat has something strong enough for this initial 12. That is my that's my feeling because let's go ahead and let's get into it. Let's let's start with Hans Zimmer. So okay. Hans is currently he's won an Oscar. He's possibly going to win a second one tonight with tonight. Dune. Except they're not airing it, so I don't know. They're not airing that one, which is just a travesty. It's ridiculous. Criminal. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, um, okay. So should we? list out some of his most prolific and then kind of just choose like two i think might be the best way to do it like two well we it's got to be two we can't do three we can't i mean i was only gonna do i I don't even have them on my list you don't have zimmer on your list. oh okay so let's i think me and rico then just have hans zimmer i don't have that many ruined it for me (laughs) cornfield chase this cornfield chase that but I respect him. I really do. I really, I really love, I do love Hans Zimmer, but like. Okay. Y'all just have. Like, is this, is this the hot take that you were ta- referring yes. to earlier? Okay. No, okay. I, I do love Hans Zimmer. And before TikTok, it was like a pure thing. And then everyone started like, mm. like, I remember not including him in my top 10 composers list. And like, I, people came for me. People come for you. Yeah. But, like, um, he is, but you cannot deny his stamp in pop culture. He he is, but, like, okay. Okay. What are you guys going to say? I think The Lion King is his best work. There you go. What's his best work? The Lion King. Okay. Okay. That's on my list of, like, potential for him. Uh, The Promised Land is, like, the one that I would choose, like, the song if we're doing Lion King. Um, if we look at his late, like a little more down the road, mm-hmm. um, the ones that kind of just stand out to me the most are Time from Inception. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Promised mm-hmm. Land Central from Zimmer. The Lion King. Um, and huh, man, it's such a tough okay, Jessica, so jump I'll ju- I'll jump in. Please jump in. So the ones that I have are actually kind of deep cuts. Now oh, that I'm talking cuts? through like Hans Zimmer and you're like talking about Lion King and you're talking about Inception, I'm like, I have Sorrow from Gladiator or I have oh, A Way of Life from The Last Samurai. Oh, so way of Life is really nice. those are like deeper cuts apparently on Hans Zimmer stuff. But I would say I'm good with time. Time from inju- I would, Inception. I would accept time yeah. over Cornfield yeah. Chase because yeah. I remember time being like, I think I was in high school or something, mm. but um, I just remember that standing out. Mm-hmm. Okay. So time by Hans Zimmer from Inception is on the list.
Yes, now. Cool. Let's do it. Okay. Let's. It's an essential. Yeah. So let's. Should we put a pin on Zimmer for a second and really discuss our next one? I think we should. Okay. Let's go ahead and do that. Let's go ahead and discuss John Williams. Because this is where I think it's going to get very contentious. Because I think we're each going to bring very valid choices. Okay. But it's going to yeah, come down to which specifically. One. That's really hard. Yeah, song specifically is the is the tough part. So okay. Um, do you, does everyone just want to start naming songs from their Should list? Should we just start with Star Wars, you guys? I think we kind of have to. Which song do you nominate from Star Wars? All right. So there's obviously the main theme. Mm-hmm. Huge fanfare at the beginning. Very iconic. Iconic. You know it. Yeah. And then there is there's a couple of other themes like. Man, if somebody else had this in their own repertoire, it would be the greatest thing they've ever done. But like, it's not even probably top <laughs> five for John Williams. Like, Imperial March, right? Right. Yeah. Duel of the Fates, mm-hmm. and Hell Love. Across the Stars. Love mm-hmm. Luke and Leia theme. The Leia theme by itself. Um, Yoda's theme. Yoda's theme. Jesus. Literally so much. This is it's so hard. I okay, so I will nominate Duel of the Fates because I think that one's the most powerful. Like you could argue you could argue for each one of them being extremely I'm a big Phantom Menace girly. Oh are you? Oh Oh, no. Wow. Okay. (laughs) No, no, I I don't mean that. It's not my favorite. Revenge of the Sith is my favorite Star Wars movie. Okay. And Empire. But anyway, that's besides the point. Go ahead. I'm keep interrupting. Yeah, I would say Duel of the Fates just because it seems to be long-lasting. It can fit in either, like, not either, but in any of the Star Wars eras. Mm-hmm. It kind of stands out. Uh, this is tough because I like Yoda's theme. I love Leia's theme. The opening scroll, it, like, that whole, like, Star Wars theme itself is great, but... Yeah. So I'll put forward Duel of the Fates. Duel of the Fates is a good choice. My my initial instinct was to go with Imperial March. Because I think I'm yeah. It just has one of the most iconic entrances for a character. And this mm-hmm. came in Empire Strikes Back. It didn't even come in the first Star Wars. Totally. Uh, but once they established that theme, it has had a life of its own. Totally. By itself. Whereas like Duel of the Fates is a amazing i love it it has it's just had a renaissance because it's in the obi-wan kenobi trailer and it is incredible if i if i were to say which one i think feels like it should be on this first ballot here i think it should be imperial march just because of it's the way it's been able to permeate pop culture outside of Mm -hmm. star wars that's my reasoning for imperial march i get it it's not my favorite. How, okay. It's not my I favorite. A, I have a little fatigue with it. Mm, okay. Mm. Okay. My nomination was Princess Leia's theme. I think it. Oh yeah. Is all classic. This is tough. It's, this this really is tough. just one movie. I think it one needs franchise. to be from one of the original movies. Okay. So one of the first three. Like Jess, if you didn't have like a prequel song, which one would you pick? Oh, yeah, if it's not from the prequel. I'd actually probably pick Yoda's theme because oh, so that one, I mean, what can you not say about this theme? But it's 
it's I think it's very emotional. It's mystical. And it's so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would have this to, is I'm, tough. I'm, I mean this I is where this we have to set aside this is where we have to set our side like our favorites versus like what is most yeah. iconic and that would probably have to be Imperial March even though I don't really want to add that to it. Would we all be satisfied because we all have different answers there. We have Imperial yeah. March, Duel of the Fates, Yoda or even Leia's theme. Would we all be satisfied if we just took the opening crawl of Star Wars as I would the be representative? Okay with that. Yes, yes. I would be okay with that. Because something from Star Wars is going to be on this list, regardless. It has to. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. as a way to kind of, you know, curry favor here with everyone, just encompass it all into that opening wow. crawl. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Then that's what we have for the first John Williams. I feel entry. at peace with that decision. So Me too. <laughs> so do I. So for John Williams, we are doing the opening title credit. See, I mean, it's the most popular piece of music. I mean, it's good. Like, really Matt, I, I always say, if I could go back in time, I would go back to like the opening day of New Hope because, like, imagine mm-hmm. being a kid watching Oof. that. Oh, that would be. Amazing. See, my first theater my experience, mind. I was like four, and my dad took us to see um, Phantom Menace, mm. and like that was my first oh. Star Wars like exposure. So, like, I would love to see New Hope in per like. Mm-hmm. When it first came out, that would mm-hmm. be an incredible. Imagine thing. hearing that for your first time. <laughs> oh my goodness! First <laughs> I would have pissed my pants. Actually, It'd blow my little mind. It would. It would. Okay, so here is. So I feel good about that. Here's going to be the big one, though. What's going to be the second song? Um. Okay. Can okay. Wait. We need to. Um. Can you go through the list just really quickly? Just yes. give us the songs. You don't songs. have to do like the whole. All thing. right. No problem. Uh, the murder from Psycho. Uh, married mm-hmm. life. Uh, the good and bad and ugly ecstasy of gold. Yeah. We have Batman theme. Yeah. Uh, planetarium. He's a pirate. Mm-hmm. Portals. Time. And now Star Wars. Opening crawl. Yes. So what? How many? So is that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We're at nine officially. Okay, let's figure out the Godfather, please. Yeah, let's figure that one out, just so we can get our tenth one out of the way. I'm voting for main theme, and I think this is going to have to be a point where we're just going to have to do majority here on this one and just go with the main theme. Yeah, uh, because I don't think I could be swayed on the love theme, so (laughs) we'll just go. One of these two is going to get on there anyway, so we'll just make it the main theme.
So we're at 10. We are at 10 official. We have two more. Oh my goodness. And we have two more spots. One of them is most likely going to go to John Williams. And then we can mm-hmm. circle back to see if somebody else gets that last spot. So Williams. Let's see. Let's see. All right. So I'm just going to start throwing some names out there just so we can have a sense of what's out there. And then can we kind of narrow can, it. I can give you a song. Okay. Give us a song. Go for it. Okay. My next John Williams is my, this is where I didn't, I did not put my biases aside. This is just my favorite and it's E.T. theme. Yes, I'm here. That's that like I, Jaws, sure, but like, no. So. (laughs) And here's another thing. Yeah. Like the E.T. flying theme is again, like, couldn't imagine that scene without it. Mm -hmm. No, Mm -hmm. you can't. You can't. Um, What I like about that music is that from the behind the scenes stuff is that John Williams was really having trouble scoring mm-hmm. that escape chase saying goodbye. Totally. And so Spielberg was like, I will edit it to your music. So just do what you want to do. And so that's crazy. how it turned out. Like he basically won the argument for like how the movie should be edited totally. because it's Another edited to his beats be alive for. Oh yeah. Yeah. So cool. Love it. I want to hear Rico, an argument. I want to hear an argument for a different one because. Oh my god! The reason Don't why. Hold on. The reason why is because I okay. like ET, but I am not as enamored with the theme as 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 a lot of people are. I, I it, it's a great theme. Don't get do not get me wrong. It is a great theme. I just want to okay. present the argument for a different one. From John okay. Williams. Okay. I will throw out Hedwig's theme from Harry Potter, which has shaped the entire sound of a book franchise and a movie franchise. It's what magic sounds like. He just bottled it and made this one theme, and it means so much to people. People get excited when they just hear the first couple of notes of it. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful, but also very mystical. And I think that he nailed it when he made this theme this one song not to mention all the other songs that make up you know the harry potter uh sound right it's wonderfully made and i was having this discussion with my brother yesterday because we were talking about what do we do with john williams because there's so many what do we do what do we do with them (laughs) so and then i just want to present mine which is journey to the island from jurassic park Okay, so I love that song personally. I think, but it's pretty niche to me. Like, you think I feel like people, yeah, Journey to the Island. I think people know the main theme, main title from Jurassic Park. I think isn't the main title in? It is in the in. It's in it. It it has in there. But what's great is that it kind of cheats and it has two both themes in it. It has like the 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 fanfare version, and it also has the. Uh, strings as well so it's a mix of both in the song which i love it starts off with the slow portion and then it builds into the fan. i know i love that song i know i I love it i i I, yeah i don't know i don't know about i'm not a harry potter girl Uh, okay 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 i think we can leave totally fair i think we can leave harry potter off Great, great so, stuff, but I, I think we can I leave. I feel bad. No, no, no. I mean, no, we're it's not. giving, we, we gave it its spot to at least talk about it. I think it's a great, like you said, it does have, it, like the entire world is now built around that song mm-hmm. and that motif. 
but mm-hmm. I don't think it just has a strong enough place for this original 12. So it, it kind of is down because I don't think Jaws has it. I don't think Superman. How theme. about um, the Raiders March from Raiders mm-hmm. of the Lost? Yeah. Here's the one. Or I would vote between Indiana or Jurassic Park. Okay. I'm I would also two. vote between Indiana Jones and Jurassic Park. Jessica, would you vote between those two uh, or would you vote? No, I would vote between those two. Those I mean, two? I love uh, other ones. Like he's done like the Home Alone theme. Like right. that's amazing. Yeah. He did. So I mean, so many. Uh, I would be very comfortable between the Raiders theme or and or Marion's theme, post, which is like. I'm going to do Raiders March. I think that's a little more recognizable. Like if anyone took fifth grade band or orchestra, it's <laughs> the first thing you learn. Yeah, yeah, like so. I don't know. I would do Raiders March. I I think if we're choosing a Raiders song, that's the one I think we kind of have to go with. Nice. Mm-hmm. And if we're choosing Jurassic Park, it's probably either Journey to the Island or main title. But I love Journey to the Island. Journey but to, yeah, I get. But I think my vote would go Raiders. Okay. I'll do that. I'm Raiders okay March. That. Raiders March. That's good. All right, we got. So we have one spot left. We only have one spot left. Oh my gosh. And we have a few different ways we could go with this. We can go, well, we got to circle back to some of our earlier Do picks. you need another Zimmer one to like let you sleep I peacefully at night? I don't know <laughs> if I need another Zimmer. <laughs> fine We're Zimmer. fine if it does, if it's not Zimmer, I'm fine. I am totally fine. Um, is Howard Shore on the table for anything from Lord of the Rings or is that like not? I don't really I don't, care about Lord of the Rings. I don't know if there's anything strong enough from Lord of the Rings. I that- have the prologue, which is One Ring to Rule Them All, which has the that part. Right. Mm. Or like the bridge of Khazad Doom from Fellowship. That song is like has like the middle choir in it. It feels like middle earth and right. it has like, I just don't know if there's a theme that recognizable, right? Nothing that kind of transcends. Like, okay. I, so as a whole, it's a great score, which okay. is rare. Cause usually it's like one song you pick out. Right. True. So, yeah. But. So I personally disagree that it's not like, <laughs> it's not worthy, but, uh, I'm okay with leaving Howard Shore off. All right. Really For now. So we're at 11. We're, <laughs> we're at 11. We're still at 11. All yeah. right. So let's let's go and see what's on the table. On the table, we have Trent Reznor's The Social Network oh, in right. Motion. We have um, The Rose Theme from Titanic by James Horner. Oh, that's right. We have Bill Conti's Gonna Fly Now from Rocky. We have possibly uh, Nicholas Patel's If Beale Street Could Talk. I know we mentioned it, but... I just wanted to bring it up again. And I think those are the only four that really like we had a discussion and said, hey, let's come back to it. And then, of Hmm. course, if we want to talk something about Zimmer, but I don't know if we even brought anything strong enough besides time. The only one that I have for Zimmer that falls outside of like his usual stuff is the song Maestro from The Holiday, which is a quintessential oh. romance I, movie soundtrack. See, I love The Holiday. The holiday I love it, so love it, love it, love it. And I only just recently watched it like two years ago. 
Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's excellent. It's excellent. But I love the the OST. His score is beautiful in that. So I, I would, wouldn't put it on like my the Hall of Fame, but I don't it's know. It's very good. Part of me is like Titanic was just like a such a turn in like movie history, like such a um shift. Yes. Yeah. It was. That I almost feel like it has to and James Horner is like I feel bad leaving him out of film composing, film music. Yeah, just to have variety. In Maybe like putting people. Rose's theme in there or something. Like, yeah, I think Rose's theme might be the one that we should select out of the ones that I mentioned were still on the table. Okay. Um, just because, like, I may be a fan of like Conti or Resner, but I feel that if we're gonna put something. That is very memorable. I think mm-hmm. it's Horner's music from Titanic, specifically yeah. the Rose theme or the theme from the painting. However, we label it. I'll find it. You will hear it here. So I think that's our number 12. Is that right? I, I have to agree because James Horner mm-hmm. is so incredible. So He is. Okay. So one last wow. time. Let's oh my go. Gosh, you guys. Did we do it? I think we did it. Let's go through our list. All right. So we have James Horner, Rose's theme from Titanic. We have Bernard Herman, the murder from Psycho. We have Michael Giacchino, married life from Up. We have Nino Rota, Godfather, the main theme. We have Ennio Morricone, The Ecstasy of Gold from The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. So good. We have Danny Elfman's Batman theme. We have uh, Justin Hurwitz, Planetarium from La La Land. We have Claus Badelts. He's a pirate from Pirates of the Caribbean. We have Alan Silvestri, Portals from Avengers Endgame. We have Hans Zimmer with Time from Inception. And then to round us off, we have John Williams with two spots. We have them with the opening crawl from Star Wars, and we have the Raiders March from Raiders of the Lost Ark. We did it. Wow. We did I it. I feel at peace with that. Right. Yes. Like, I can sleep tonight. Precise, precisely. Exactly. Because there's it a couple of songs, obviously, that you're just like, oh, I wanted that on the list. I know mm-hmm. Alexandra Desplat not being on here is like a little hurtful, but honorable mention <laughs> in my book. Right. Honorable mention if there was a next class. Mm-hmm. He definitely has like a spot. Like if we were just doing post 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But I I am very happy with this list. And I think Me that too. this it really embodies what people envision when they think of music from mm-hmm. movies. Like there's yeah. there's an attachment. There's, you know, there's an emotion that it causes in you, whether it's happy, it's sad. Important. Yeah, it's it's very important. And I am so excited by the new crop of people that we're getting, like mm-hmm. someone like um, Ludwig Göransson. I love yes. him, and he, I cannot wait he, to see what else. Elite taste. Oh, he is the best. <laughs> he truly is. And the way he's just so respected in the music industry by various people, like Childish Gambino, and like 
like it's so admirable. I'm mm-hmm. obsessed with him. Like if I don't meet Ludwig and John Williams bef- before I die, I will I will have a word. <laughs> a like word. I'll be so sad. <laughs> or before John well, no, I won't say nothing. Don't say anything. Well, I won't say anything. We don't say it. Yeah. <laughs> Knock on all the wood. Yes. So all right. So what we want to do is we want you to send us what you believe should have been on the list. So on our socials, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, we are at Always Critic Pod. Let us know what you believe should have been on the list. Do you agree with our list? Do you think we're missing something? Or do you think it's perfect like we do? Please let us know. Let <laughs> like us know. We do. <laughs> uh, and I want to thank Tasha Jones for joining us because this I know was like a, a lot to throw you into this on the first a hoot episode. and a half. Okay. <laughs> I'm so like I wouldn't want to spend my Sunday any other way. Oh Aww. we appreciate so that. Touching. Thank you. Thank you so like, forget much. Forget the Oscars. Who cares anymore? Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, they're not even televising, you know, certain I know, categories. I know. Oh, it's, it's more like the social event I like. Right. Kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah. I, I do like so the social anyway. aspect of it for sure. Being able to, you know, partake with other Talk movie lovers. It, yeah. 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 Exactly. And like maybe there'll be another Moonlight La La Land fiasco. Oh, oh that was fantastic. My goodness. That was so good. Like, so much drama. I just live for that. Top 10 pop culture moments. It really is. Just mine. like seeing. The producer of La La Land just holding up the the card, Moonlight yeah, One, good. and like oh. the camera having to like yeah. zoom in on it. Oof. It's fantastic. You had to be there. Had to be there, yeah. or had to be watching live. <laughs> it's yeah, 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 yeah. So great. All right, so Tasha, one last time, where can we find you on socials? You can find me at Tasha Jones at T A S H A J O N E S S S. Thank you. So on TikTok much. and Instagram. Yes, that's all I have. And Instagram, perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining us. That has been our episode. I'm Rico. And I'm Jessica. And this has been the Always the Critic podcast. Always the Critic.